0: Well, friends, it has been a hot minute since you have gotten the chat with my favorite co-host. And I am so excited to be able to look at life. And, you know, we have discussed some really big topics lately on just this podcast. We've talked about grief and loss. We've talked about racial reconciliation. We've talked about cancel culture. We've talked about using the joy of the Lord as our strength and allowing us to grow us in these just rainy seasons. Now, you know I'm not one to go for the positivity prescription, but gratitude is very different than just positivity. So today, Me and a special guest are going to chat about how we are getting after grateful in this season. Hey, friends, I'm Cassie, and I'm a married spoonie who lives the chronic illness life. Here each week, I'll challenge you to live intentionally and authentically, where every spoon you use has a purpose and every step you take matters. Welcome to Chronically Cultivating. Well, hi, Mom. Hey, there. It has been a while. I know. But I don't we, know what happened. Life. Life happened.
1: It has been a crazy season. What have you been up to? It's hard to answer that. So uh, last time we connected, we were earlier on in this whole pandemic and quarantine, and we have all persevered, and here we still are. So now we're entering into you know, we're in summer. We're having like a hot ninety degree day here, which is, you know, not all the time in New England, thank goodness. Yes. Uh, other parts of the country, they're like, 90, please. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: us the hot guys, okay, that's hot. It's just it's hot. It's and here
1: do So yeah. Yes. I said we're here though. You know, here we are. We've I, I don't know how other people feel, but I feel like every time it goes to a month, another month, I'm like, Yes, lived another month. My family to live another month. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. And, you know, our family has experienced a lot between your, like, you and dad in ministry and just having everyone home from school for the summer. And, you know, we've dealt with a lot of just different variables with this whole virus. But we did have a very, very exciting addition to our family.
1: We did. So just as dad and I were getting ready to be empty nesters. We had four little paws enter our life. He says, no, you're not empty nesters. I am now the main child of the family. (laughs) Everybody needs to meet Bandit. If uh, you've been on our Instagrams and different things, he's all over there now. (laughs) He is the cutest little
0: hellion. Like, guys, I am telling you, we watched him for, like, not even four hours, and he slept half that time, and I literally, after you left, I went to bed for six hours. I was exhausted. And I was just like, I don't know how we're gonna do this. Um, So he needs to um, chill out a bit where he's here more, but he is so fun, so playful. We've never, at least um, in my lifetime, had a puppy. So this has been really fun to experience. But, you know, there's been so much good, so much bad, like just. All through COVID. And the question that I've been asking myself a lot lately, because this season has not gone how I expected it to at all. And I think for everybody, in one way or another, that's true for them. Our family happens to just be really dealing with a lot of different things. And we've been figuring out my care and just what feels like a rainy season. And it literally feels like that guys, cause it has been raining nonstop here. Um, we're definitely not in a drought. I can tell you that. Um, well, we
1: might actually be back in again, but yes, we did go through quite a bit of rain. Yeah. And it's, and- it's just been a season of, we could talk about that whole, a whole future podcast about how the weather influences things and right? how, how seasons and everything, how that parallels to our lives too. So yeah, there's been a lot of change. Um, and yet, some things have also stayed the same. You know, I think we're all staying focused between your household and ours um, on what's important and prioritizing really where we spend our mental energy, too, you know, mm-hmm. instead of um, panicking all the time. And um, I know I was really nervous early on, you know, just as everything changed like hour to hour about information that we were getting and it's still rapidly changing but there's certain things that we've just come to say okay this is what's going on here this is what's going on there you know but we're trying to stay focused we're trying to really stay very god-centered in everything we're doing and it's a scary time i think in our world you know like you said you've covered really big topics on your podcast Mm -hmm. um I think for a little while we were concerned that, oh boy, now we're talking about something else really serious,
0: you know? Yeah. And something that has been so interesting for all of our friends here who have been listening since the beginning of quarantine, something that we've talked about um, as my mom and I both garden, as I'm sure you all know, and that is of no surprise, you know, it's been really interesting this season I happened to have the day that I planted my seeds this year be the same day that quarantine started. And that was not planned. That just happened that
1: way. Um, And I remember that you and Mara had been at the store getting seeds and you're like, Oh my gosh, should I have not been out getting seeds? And I'm like, no, no. Like, it, you're okay, but like, you can't do that next weekend. <laughs> yeah. And it was
0: one of those things where, cause the state hadn't officially called for everyone, like just pretty much shelter in place. So we had done that. And I really believe that God was, he's always very intentional. Of course he's God. But like, I really believe that I was meant to do that that day because it was something where every day, like you just feel like, nothing is happening and nothing is growing and nothing is changing. And you kind of start going, God, where are you? Like, I don't see you right now. And Mm -hmm. to be able to see those plants grow, it was just like God kind of saying, I'm still here, I'm still moving. And now my zinnias are almost three and a half, four feet tall. (laughs) Um, So that's crazy. And to be able to continue to see these things bloom and grow and blossom. Awesome. Even when Jared has FaceTimed me my garden while I'm up in bed and I can't be out and about, you know, like things are still growing. I just think that's such a testament to God still moving. And I mean, there have been a lot of things I think that have grown that we didn't expect in the season.
1: Yeah, I think we miss a lot too. I mean, you have this indoor garden, you know, for people who somehow don't know because you've got pictures everywhere. But she found a way to still garden within her accessibility needs. Um, so you see it, you know, you see like it's either, there's either something growing or there's not. Um, yeah. But there's other things I think we miss all the time. Like in March, I had gone out to the yard for something. And um, when your kids were young, this story just came to me. And when your kids were young, we had a friend who, um, her kids were starting to go store crazy, kind of like that end of winter, beginning of spring. And we were further up in New Hampshire. So you had a really long <laughs> winter. She came up with this fun game for them, like go out and hunt for signs of spring. And it was just literally a way, just get them in their mud boots or whatever and get them outside because the stuff was shooting up. We just, you know, it was snow melting or whatever. And they would find different things and they thought they were, you, and you joined in and you thought you were so clever. Hey, oh, yeah, I found this or I found that. So it was almost like I decided to do that when I went outside. Mm-hmm. like, hmm. And what I was noticing, which I may have mentioned in a previous podcast was um, the phacelia because that's a big March thing here. I don't know what what timing it is in other parts of the country. And instead of just noticing the phacelia, which one year the year before that hadn't bloomed, we had such a bizarre winter. We actually didn't have them. And the phacelia. If you don't know what that is, that's one of those yellow flowers. They're on like branches. They sometimes grow completely wild. Um, And so instead of just noticing that, I noticed like a little viola thing was already starting up in the grass. I noticed all these little things and I'm like, wait a minute, like, wow, God, you know, you're still here. And in my worrying and this and that, like I almost missed it, you know, and all of a sudden then you hear a bird and you notice this and you notice that. And it's like nature was still coming up, you know, grass was still growing, trees were blooming, all these different things were flowering, Uh, pollen was Crazy, so that fun game is it Corona or is it allergies? That was a crazy game. Um, but like it was really, oh god, you're you are so so much still with us, Mm -hmm. and we're the ones who who are not seeing you because we're our brain is just go, 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 go. And I think the thing about gardening, why you and I go back to this all the time for people who aren't gardeners, you don't know what we're talking about, is it makes you like really notice, you know, and like, it sounds like completely like garden geeky, but I got this compost thing um, this year. Instead of, I used to see all these things about how to make your own compost bins, and blah, blah, blah. It was not going to happen in the Mayo h- household. Okay, it's just not. So I bought a, um, this two barrel type one that has two sections. It's got a deal, you know, you sign up as a new customer, whatever. My husband thought it was crazy because he had to pick it up and he sends me a text because it was while I was at work, and he goes, "This thing is huge." So then he scared me, and I thought I bought the wrong size because it was a much bigger one. This is a little urban backyard; like it can't be that big. There's literally no place to put it, and it would be an eyesore. So I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" I text him back like, "Did I buy the wrong one? Oh shoot! I'll look at it when I get home." I get home, I'm like okay, this is the right one. He's just being very much a city guy and this thing s- seems huge. But Just even composting, as nerdy as that sounds, it's been kind of cool because you um, make sure you get your browns, which are like your brown leaves, you know, that kind of weathered over all winter, that kind of stuff. You throw your browns in and you you throw your greens and then you have like, we eat a lot of fruits and veggies. So you're all those peels and all that stuff, all that goes in there. Well, my whole point, I mentioned this whole thing is well, how does compost break down? Like, does it? wouldn't it just sit in there and get all slimy? Well, it gets really heated up from the sun. You put it in a sunnier spot. And it has little holes and stuff, but it's microorganisms that are breaking that down. So they tell you, throw in some soil, especially if you throw some good soil in there, those have tiny microorganisms in there that basically munch away and break it down and it becomes this great soil. So yeah, I'm gonna have some rock and compost soil for you someday, but. It's just so, like, like God is really everywhere, you know? And for someone who's not a believer, they probably think it's like an esoterical, crazy comment that I'm making right now. But, like, like think about it. He's everywhere. And it's just a matter of, do we want to think about that? Do we want to tune into that? You know, do we want to quiet our minds? We're yapping away right now. But, like, I'm really quiet. I don't know how you are when you are well enough to be doing this. Are you quiet? Um, typically, so lately
0: it's been kind of interesting. Um, Jared has a lot of secret talents we've learned, uh, yes. over the years and he's incredible. Um, and along with learning how to cut my hair, which actually has gone fantastic. Um, yes,
1: gorgeous. I can so attest.
0: Throw, like just all the high fives to him. Um, But, you know, we've actually been out in the garden together um, because I've really needed help. I've needed someone to be in with me, even if he's just standing behind me holding my brace steady. We have these special hooks kind of like things on the ends of my braces. um, And that was how my dad helped me walk down the aisle. And we still use those often because it helps Jared kind of take some of the weight off of my like leg, so that I can just stand. So we've been in the garden together, which means that we'll be chit-chatting, but I find more often than not, he's very quiet. I'm very quiet. And Mm -hmm. there just is this like this piece and he is not a garden person. Like friends, he made a point to mention to me. He said, do you remember a conversation we had when we were 16? And I was like, I'm guessing so, uh, for a lot of different reasons. And he said, your mom's working out in the garden one day. And she wanted you to help. And you were like, oh, I'm not going out in the garden. I hate doing that stuff. And he was mm-hmm. like, and I said to you, that's so great because I really don't like all of that stuff. So like when we get married, like I really don't want to have to do that stuff.
1: Oh, I think I do so, recall well,
0: that. Yeah. So I, I do not remember it. And so all of a sudden, and he's telling me this story as his hands are covered in dirt <laughs> and he is like knee deep into trying to transplant some of these like sunflowers and roots are everywhere and he is just like figuring it out. And, you know, but there was just this peace that came along with it. And I think it's that quiet. And, you know, for those who are maybe listening saying, if they're just going to keep talking about gardens, like I can't handle this, you mm-hmm. know, the thing though, is that God meets us where we look for him. And something that I think about the quietness of the garden is that when your hands are full of soil and water and plant food and seeds and all the things, you really can't touch your phone. That is really not a time to be touching your phone and texting somebody. So it's, it's a space where you almost have to put your phone down and just be very present. And it's something where that has really been a source of gratitude for us. That's a way um, that my mom and I have really just... We feel the Lord, we see Him there because we're intently looking for Him there. We know that we're going to find Him there. You know, and when you're thinking, how do I get after grateful in this season that has been so crazy? And maybe you really want a garden and that's not possible for where you're at or what your body is at, you know, like I 100% get that. And, you know, he's going to meet us where we're at. For instance, a couple of days ago, I had a really frustrating appointment and just, I was feeling really discouraged and really lost of just kind of being like, Lord, I like, none of this is good. Like none of this is going in a positive direction. I'm running out of options and I can't do this. And I was honestly really mad I was hurt, but I wanted to hear him and I so desperately wanted to be downstairs and in my garden. And even if I was just sitting in there, I just wanted to be with him and I couldn't get down there. I could not leave my bed. So I ended up, it was just me up here and I turned on some worship music and I just sat here and I listened. I didn't do anything. I just sat here and I listened and worshiped. And it was like, okay, like the amount of peace that brought into my heart, it didn't take away the situation that was going on, but there was a peace that was found in it. And that was because I invited him in. I said, Lord, I don't really feel you. I'm not really happy right now. I'm really discouraged. Everything is not going the way that it needs to go. And we're getting to a point where I don't think we can turn back from anymore. And he still met me right where I was at. And I think that that can be true in any hobby or anything that you do in this season.
1: Yeah. I was just thinking that too, as you were talking about gratitude, like when we were talking about our examples of the garden, but it's all worship, worship and gratitude. We didn't talk about this beforehand, but they really go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you're sometimes doing those simultaneously. We talked in previous um, conversations about how joy and grief can be simultaneously Mm -hmm. happening too. And I think yeah, I was thinking if somebody has the ability, um, they have these really pretty scrapbook stickers that I haven't used it. that are just kind of sitting there that someone gave me. And I don't get to scrapbook really that often anymore. But like that was a way of really having gratitude and, you know, pictures from you kids. And, you know, these are these are albums that are going to be yours. They're not going to be mine. I'm going to be gone someday. But like, or people who sketch or people who paint. Uh, for me, we've talked about like the photographs we were saying about the phone. Definitely true. But I will take my glove off or... I wear this really nerdy gardening vest now. I feel like this old grandma when I put it on, but it's like fabulous because of all these pockets and super washable and everything. And um, I'll sometimes quickly take the glove off, shove it in one of those pockets and I've got the phone right there and I'll take a beautiful picture mm-hmm. of, of something in the garden or just on my notice in nature. And so I think it's about just being intentional. Like even if like how horrible, like how much you've been stuck in bed and not even being your full thinking capacity but there's ways that yeah the feelings don't match you're feeling completely overwhelmed and stressed and maybe distanced from god but you put on worship music i'll sometimes ask him i always said i wasn't musical and i realized that's not true i may not know how to play an instrument and my voice for sure is not a tuned instrument but that doesn't mean i'm not musical i'll hear certain things i might get confused when someone says oh how does this note sound i don't know what you're talking about i can't fully differentiate that. But I can tell you what good music is. I can pull a song, like all of a sudden I'll hear a certain melody and I'll be like, oh, that's from such and such. So we're musical in different ways even. I joked many times with people, yeah, somebody does need to sit in the pews. My family's all doing something, you know, <laughs> like whether you were singing or dancing and your sister doing stuff and dad and Steven on the piano. And I'm like, well, somebody needs to sit in the pew. That's my job. But um, I'm gonna take a picture or a video or whatever. But we all are, I think, in some ways musical, too. And that's something where sometimes God will just put um, a song in my heart that I might not even heard in a long time. Or maybe it was one really recently in church or heard on the radio um, or my playlist. Uh, And I think that's huge, too. Or just a certain chorus to something. Like again and again, you were just sharing with me a song yesterday. You're like, you got to listen to this if you haven't. Um, Like that is meeting you right now where you are, but that's also meeting God. You're making sure you're finding God. And, you know, it's,
0: and it is exactly what I said. Like, I wish that I could sit here and say, after worshiping for, honestly, I lost track of time. It was somewhere around like a half an hour or so. Um, I was challenged by my mentor to just sit and be. I was really telling her, I was like, you know, I think God's going to be really mad at me. And she was like, what on earth are you talking about? And she's, you guys, uh, for those of you that have met Cynthia, she was on the podcast earlier this year and she just is so straight up with me. And I appreciate that so much. And she just was like, why tell me right now. Why, why do you think he's mad at you? And I was like, well, because I can't do all the things right now. I'm not able to just be in my word when I when I want to be. I'm not able to be like, I, I love hand lettering his word. That's like how I take time to meditate on what those words are saying, other things like that. And I was like, I'm not able to do that. And she was like, well, God didn't give you a list of things to do. He wants your heart. And if your heart is laying in bed worshiping,
1: that's your heart. If your he's heart good.
0: is... Yeah. Like if your heart is just sitting there and you aren't saying anything or doing anything and you're just saying, Lord, I need you. I need you to meet me here. She was like, that is what he wants from us. And, you know, again, I really wish that I could say that I felt so much better after that worship session and everything faded, but there was this underlying piece of just saying, all right, it is what this is right now. And There's nothing that I can do right now to change anything. I have done all that I can do. I have done the best. It is now up to my team and my quad, as we call it, which is um, basically just the team that my parents and Jared and I are, you know, here's what we've got to do. And I was sharing this with you and, you know, we love to give you guys practical tips here. We're all about how do we apply what we're talking about? How do we put it into action? And we were sitting here talking about this, you know, yeah, there are a ton of things that we could talk about with gratitude. I know people that have found great, just joy and enlightenment from just journaling things that they're grateful for. I know that we've talked before about trying to find something every day that you're grateful for, that you can thank God for. Um, but you know, I, I record victories typically every day. Um, in my power sheets and for june i didn't record a single one because that was when my brain was at and it was all empty and i have my power sheets right here what i actually wrote in there was i survived that was my victory for the whole month was that i survived and you know this is kind of where I took it for this month. I love to typically write like a highlight of my day, not necessarily a victory, but just like, oh, today I chatted with so-and-so or today this, that, that, and the other thing happened and this was great and blah, 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 blah. That just is not where I'm at right now. And I'm in a place where... I'm struggling and days are blurring together and it's getting really messy. And so I decided to not do that, not stress myself out. And I instead just have this list going about just the ways that he is faithful to me in this season. There's only one thing on there right now, but it is still the beginning of July. So I know there is time for that to grow, but I think there's something so powerful about taking everything off of our own shoulders and just kind of not saying, wow, I'm so great that I was able to do so and so. I am just killing the game because I am carrying this burden like a champ. He wants us to give up. That's the thing is those are the things like that. I want to be a quitter in that way. I want to be able to just drop things at his feet and leave them there and say, I can't carry this. I need you to do it for me. So I challenge you Is like our practical tip as we're thinking about that is just how is he being faithful right now and it doesn't have to be in massive big huge ways
1: yeah i think you know you made me think of it as like when, when we are struggling when we're in despair and people dealt with really awful things during this time and there's always hard things but i think everything's harder now for us this at least for me i feel like mentally things are just when mm-hmm. when we lost our dog and when you know um some of our older members from church have passed and you know there's no typical funeral or grieving together or whatever like that's really hard it's just sadder um but i think i just thought you know try to look more heavenward like being up towards god versus inward and we do have to think like inward well gee um why am i feeling this way right now i feel anxious or i feel sad or whatever like we do have to go inward a bit and go what why do i feel that way right now what i don't even know why i feel this way like we need to have an intention and connect our mind and body and, and heart and all that but if we're just going, oh my gosh, like what am I gonna do? The bad doctor's appointment and my, my, my body, what am I gonna do about this body of mine, all the things that are going wrong? Of course you need to think about that. But if you can look a little bit more heavenward, and I noticed when you talked about even though you only have one thing on your faithfulness, yeah, you're talking about how he's faithful in your life, but you're looking more towards God versus yourself. Mm-hmm. Like he is faithful because versus i'm blah 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 i'm worthy or i'm this or i'm like you said i'm handling it like a champ or whatever instead of being really directly about you you looked a little more heavenward and that's pretty awesome as your mom but but just in general i think that's a healthy thing and you know i laugh a little like um somebody just shared shared so many times around um like a little poem you've seen it i've seen it more as a screenshot now on facebook but pretty much well, I'm not going to complain about the such and such because that means whatever, like, Oh, I'm not going to complain about being in line at the grocery store. Cause that means you know I have money to buy groceries. i um, the one that got me is, um, I'm not going to complain that, you know, I, I'm thicker around the waist. That means I have food to eat. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not pleased that I'm thicker around the waist right now. Okay. I'm just not, it's like put menopause in a pandemic and huge stress not a good combination. <laughs> uh, some people have lost weight and you know, are doing awesome in quarantine or all these restrictions. So I'm very excited for you. I am not in that <laughs> category, but um, can't be so glib, I guess is what I mean. Like, yes, yeah, somebody will say to me, Oh my gosh, you guys, someone said, You guys just can't catch a break, which was about a whole bunch of things that happened. I said, Well, let's put this in perspective. You know, our family is still intact, we all still love each other. Uh, Yes, a lot of things have gone haywire and there's a whole bunch of stress ahead I'm seeing. We had like a bizarre tax thing where payroll screwed up and now maybe we got to worry about the IRS. But you know what? Guess what? You know, the IRS has believers too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'm going to pray that this just, you know, we didn't do anything wrong. So we're going to pray whatever clerical error just pray it away. And if it's not, then we're going to pray to be strong throughout that and be a good witness, you know? So it's, you can't be glib and be like, well, yeah, this is going wrong. But I got my health or, oh, guess what? I don't have my health. Okay. Well, I have such and such.
0: Well, and I think that's where it comes down to timing. I think a huge piece of this is kind of meeting other people where they're at in this season too. for instance, just between my mom and I, we, we, She has a much more positive, like glass half full, typically look at a situation where I am 100% glass half empty all the time. You know, I think there are a lot of different emotions that you experience when your body is progressively failing you. And I was really kind of kicking myself when I was down and we were on the phone And we were on the phone, and you had encouraged me to have hope. And I was so angry with you
1: in and that moment. And I said it, I was like, oh. But I was also, from, if I can step out to being a mom right now, also just kind of taking you out of some of your drama. Because when you cry and go through all that, it does so much to your body. I was like, oh, great. Your blood sugar is all screwed up now. This is going to happen. So it was a little bit of like, you yeah, I'm going to cut this short. You know, I wasn't yeah. like nervous. Yeah,
0: definitely to be clear on that. Yeah, but it was one of those things where – and I kind of snapped you. I I remember exactly what I said. I was like, "Um, if 2020 has taught me anything – and this is how sassy I said it, guys. I'm not even going (laughs) to say that I didn't. I said it just the sassy. I was like, "Mm, well, if 2020 has taught me anything, it's that I cannot put my trust in any human. And then like, the phone went silent for a second, and you were like, I – Yes. And then pretty much we quickly got off the phone because I think I was just like, I need everyone to be outraged with me right this minute. And that was where you had that mom cap on of going like, yes, we, we can be
1: frustrated (laughs) about this, but like, you've
0: got to calm down, you know? So I felt the timing
1: debt. That was our anniversary, right? And then you felt so bad. Wasn't that when I was, we were looking at our wedding know, and you were like oh my God. Yep, I had totally forgotten that. it was your anniversary at like and
0: I called you guys hysterical and all of a sudden I get a text from Katie saying hey by the way guys don't forget it's mom and dad's anniversary and I was like oh, I just sassed her and like hung up on her pretty much and it's their anniversary and I felt so bad but like you know the thing is that you know we have a relationship where I knew that my mom wasn't invalidating me by what she was saying. We've gotten to that point and we have enough communication where if I do feel invalidated and vice versa, we'll tell one another. We're working really hard to communicate as a family and just say, hey, I didn't really appreciate that because we don't want to just leave things empty handed. But you've got to know that there are going to be times where you want to share the gratitude you have. And you may be talking to somebody who doesn't feel that way. And it's really, really important to be able to say like, to just know when the right timing is to talk about yeah. it.
1: And, and I think it's perspective, too, is people, like, are fighting about um, all lives matter. It's like, okay, that's a whole other podcast. but... But the- you can tune back.
0: We did discuss that in episode 45. We have an awesome discussion with Pastor Tom Hughes, and we go into Luke 15. I'm just saying it's mm-hmm. pretty great. I don't normally yeah. use that word it, but, like... Maybe Stephen is gonna kill me after I say this, um, but like it was a lit podcast. I'm really afraid <laughs> that I did not use that slang word right, and I feel really old right now. Um, this more
1: to use. You might be entering that. critical too. But yeah, I, I just think like you know it's about perspective, and and people are are fighting all of this country about so many very important things, but. They're also fighting over a lot of ridiculous things too. It's like you have to prioritize where you're spending energy. In that example that you just shared, I was more just trying to get you to share your energy in the best way, um, but it was also timing because normally I wouldn't answer the phone. I would be like, "Oh, I'll call her back in a little bit," but I knew things weren't great. We were, you know, I think I Dad answered. But you know, so sometimes I'll do that too, um, unless I think it's more of an urgent situation. Sometimes I also don't answer the phone at that time if I am not going to be able to give that person. Mm-hmm. Um the okay. attention. It's not even sometimes about the time. Sometimes you only need to talk to somebody for three minutes and they you know. Um you mentioned it, I think a long time ago that you and Jared will kinda um so okay, is this the time when you just want me to listen and vent, like so you can vent or is this a time when you want to actually hear some constructive things or my opinion or feedback? And I think we have to think that way too about gratitude and I know three people right now that have either had um miscarriages or stillborns during the past few months and it's just so horrible and it's interesting, I would say all three are handling it very different based on the age they're at, the experience they've had, their, what their faith walk has been. And, um, you know, it, it's, it, if I were to be glib and be like, oh, you could have more children. You know, people have said awful things like that over the years. Oh, you could have more, or you already have some children, or whatever. Um, you know, that, that's not what's helpful. And I guess with all of this with gratitude, is it can also make somebody really uncomfortable when you're really calm and at peace. Um, that can unnerve them that, well, why are you, why aren't you flipping out? And like I said, we've had a bunch of stuff that's happened even in ministry recently. And I was, it's not that it doesn't get me worried, but it, I'm like, I'm not staying up at night over this. You know, I just know God's got it, you know, and, and it's always something to learn, but I can't say I'm like that every day. But when I am that calm, it almost can upset the other person who's on the other one going, but, 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 you know, um, basically so think- like me on the phone. Oh, maybe that day, but, but not typically. So it's just, yeah. no, but I think mean that day
0: that, that was kind of where I was at. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and it was, you know, just kind of looking at that. So like friends, as we've talked about all these things and we've talked about, Being in the garden and where we've been getting after gratitude, that's a way that we have been able to find that. I just want to encourage you that, you know, we don't have to be grateful for all of the circumstances in our life to find gratitude in pockets within them. That doesn't mean I'm saying you're going to walk away after listening and chatting with us today and saying, wow, I feel so much better. My life is just going to be perfect and I am just going to focus on all of this. We are really pro making sure people are addressing what's going on. It was what you were saying about that mind, body, spirit, you know, like we've got to have that dialogue to say, okay, what's going on? What am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? And the Lord is a great place to start with that. He will meet you where. you ask him to be and invite him in and I truly believe that whether you are trying to move mountains from a hospital bed or you are struggling to take the next step and just don't feel like you can carry on I know that wherever you invite him he will meet you
1: that's awesome all right until next
0: time I know. Well, friends, we will catch up with you. And again, if you are needing some smiles and some laughs, we have some amazing bandit content of our new sheep at New Puppy. And you can find that on Instagram or my blog. Um, but please know there are so many resources that we have available for you on livingthechronicillnesslife.com to help you get after gratitude even in this season of uncertainty. So if you need us, you know where to find us. Friends, as our time here comes to an end, I want you to know the resources don't stop here. Between blog posts, show notes, Instagram videos, and these podcast episodes right here, I have lots of free resources and tools for you to be able to continue cultivating right where you are. Whether it's cultivating an intentional life with your daily habits, starting a garden, setting goals, or simply resting well, you can cultivate an intentional life. Head to speakingoftheheart.org or living the chronic illness life to access these wonderful resources. This episode was brought to you by the Speaking of the Heart Podcast Network and Phoenix Radio. If you would like the show notes for this episode or to check out the other wonderful shows on the network, you can head to speakingoftheheart.org. And I'll see you here next Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as we continue to cultivate our lives.
1: At Chewy, we believe special moments with our pets don't have to cost more money. <laughs> so you can save on your dog's favorite food, tasty treats for your cat, even prescriptions all delivered right to your door. Save 30% on your first auto ship order up to $20. Visit Chewy.com today. These days, home is where the everything is. Your work, your gym, the kids' school, your whole life. Xfinity XFi is internet built to handle it all. With XFi, you get the fastest speeds for all your streaming needs, coverage for all your devices, parental controls, and the Xfinity app to control everything. Keep your whole house humming with Xfinity XFi. It's simple, easy, awesome. Go to xfinity.com/xfi to learn more.